WNRI listeners, it's time for something completely different. It's time for the world according to me. Who's me? Mike Smith. Yes, that's his real name. So here he is all the way from North Providence, Rhode Island. He's made it up 146 at WNRI Studios. Here's your host, Mike Smith. Hello, 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 my listening audience. It is I, it is I, Mike Smith, and you are listening live. Mike Smith, the world according to me, live in the studio on this crisp Tuesday morning. Fall in the air, Halloween coming on October 18th this morning. Crisp Halloween. Big news, big stuff, big stuff, Mike Smith, world according to me, big news with Joey B. Of course, like always, Joey B news. Joey B, where are you, Joey B? Joey B, where are you? I'll give you a Joey snack. All right, corn pop. So Biden has spent more than a fourth of his presidency working from home in Delaware. Quickly, quickly outpacing. President Trump's regular away trips. It's funny. Skinwalker Joey B, he spent the weekend at his home in Delaware. Good old Delaware. Freeware. Where he met up with his wife, other family members. And if they followed the usual practice, the White House cat and dog. Oh, boy. They get their own vehicle, too? This has become a weekly ritual for the creeping chief. The staff and the aides, they all know the deal with the bags, where everything's going. It's become a regular event. So more than a quarter of his time, not even two years in yet, not even two years in office, and he spent almost 200 days on his home visits. Usually at his house or at his rehabbed beach property. Must be nice, huh? Beach property. At this point, he's long surpassed President Trump's numbers when he was going to Mar-a-Lago every weekend or Whenever he felt like. And it's alarming because Trump actually did business when he was gone and away. Playing golf. Doing other things. He was actually working, doing business, making deals. When he was away from the White House, things happened. I mean, he'd even do interviews. Every day. For a while, he'd do random interviews for about an hour, and that'd be it. But you'd always see him. He'd always be talking, even if he was home. And the media made a big stink about that, though. And this is okay. Complete silence. It's all good. It was a big event with Trump. But I mean, he goes from the White House 
to his home in bed all weekend. So the White House Deputy Press Secretary said this to CNN about this. So President Biden is deeply proud of his roots and his family. And it has been a staple of his time in public life to never lose touch with either. Oof. Nice response. Very litigious. That depends on what the definition of is is. So President Biden, Skinwalker Biden, deeply proud of his roots. It's been a staple of his time in public life to never lose touch with either. President of the United States. Constantly, they are constantly on the job, regardless of their location. Whether they're in a state visit overseas or just 100 miles away from the White House for a short trip to Delaware. For your where? And as all Americans can agree, it's important for leaders to avoid becoming ensconced in D.C. I'm just like you. I'm just like you. Believe me, guys. Please believe me. The arrogance from this administration, completely tone deaf to the people. Insanity. So they build up their bull story saying that since the president is always truly never off, like all presidents, dirt, dirt. And in fact, Joey B has a whole remote White House apparatus that travels with him to facilitate the round the clock enterprise with the most state-of-the-art capabilities, resources, and tech traveling with him wherever he goes. Whoa. Star Trek. So now the Dems in mainstream. In the mainstream, they're trying to get people used to the idea of the president working from home more and more. You know, he doesn't even have to be here. It's all good. Really. So now some are arguing that old Joey B, he can now lean into the normalcy of working from home, which, as we all know, millions of Americans had to rely on when COVID-19 forced isolation from offices and public spaces. It's become a professional way of life for many. Come on, guys. It's 2022, not 1922. Read a book, you idiot. And saying that it's nothing new, he goes every weekend because he's done the same thing his entire career. All 36 years of his in the Senate and eight years as VP, he even earned the nickname Amtrak Joe. Always going back and forth on the train to Delaware. You know, he's not from D.C. He's just like you. He's just like you. People are just being mean. They're just being mean, assuming the worst about our president. They're being ignorant. Being ignorant. He's in great health. Top physical shape for a man his age. Not in a clear state of mind. Stop being ignorant. That's ignorant. 
ignorant. Our concept of being on the job has shifted and may actually change the way we think about where our president needs to be. He never stops working. He's like a machine. Just ask the first lady. I swear. You know, he rides his bike. Him and the first lady, they like to set up a big blue umbrella on the sandy beach in front of their house, their beach property. Normal home life. Swear, guys, I'm just like you. They just don't want him anywhere near the White House. Too scared to deal with the Saudis on the oil production cut. Two million barrels a day. Basically just pleading for them. But they won't listen. So Joey B will wait for Congress to return before any major steps on the U.S.-Saudi relationship. His reassessment of the relationship with the Saudis will happen methodically and will include bipartisan consulting. No major changes until after Congress returns from recess. They need to feel consequences for this. This is egregious. But how? How, I ask you? I mean, I guess we could just re-examine the arms sales to the kingdom. That'll show them for sure. Now let me eat my ice cone. My ice cream cone. Give me my ice cream cone. Two scoops. Two scoops. The economy's strong as heck. We all know it. He's not concerned about our economy or our dollar value at all. No. He's concerned with the rest of the world and their inflation and their lack of economic growth. So you're the president of the world and America takes a back seat. The dollar's strong. Our economy's strong. The rest of the world needs help? Really? You're begging the Saudis not to cut oil production. Uh, I want my ice cream. My ice cream. My waffle cone. So no serious, guys, until you're 30. Until you're 30. Just a World Economic Forum puppet. Watch the frustrations of Biden White House. Wednesday night, tomorrow on HBO. Year one, political odyssey. The documentary of Joey B's first year in office. Gotta see TV. They're putting a face and emotions behind the administration to get people to see where they're coming from for the midterm elections. He's just like you guys. Swear. Mike Smith, world according to me, glass ceiling breaker Harris, so busy, always so busy, always working, so busy like a machine, just like Joey B. Breaking glass ceilings wherever she goes, always in a new pantsuit, sewing, she means business, kicking out all the Venezuelans who cross over our border illegally. We are supposedly continuing continuing Trump's policy. Title 42 to extradite shipping them away back home. But kids in cages. Kids in cages. The kids, the childs, the humanity. 
She's mainly doing what she always does. What a vice president does best. Campaigning for the DNC. Like, just last weekend, she helped the governor of Michigan for what's being considered a potential preview for 2024 or 2028. Of course, yesterday, she had a visit to L.A., took the stage to focus on the horrible issue of abortion rights. She hosted the moderated event. Wowie! Sounds like a good time. It's my right to kill my fetus! It's just a basic American right. Freedom and liberty to kill my fetus! Her agenda for the foreseeable future is more visits for the campaigning. All for the DNC. Meanwhile, pushing the abortion cases heavy. Oh, tie-breaking legend as VP. But no one likes her or her boss. Abysmal approval ratings. Breaking records constantly for record low. It's going gonna, it's gonna to break records for continuous months. No one likes you guys. Go away. Mike Smith, world according to me. Big news, big stuff. Big news, COVID news, COVID news, COVID, COVID-19, COVID and over death, overdose deaths have sharply cut U.S. life expectancy. What? So the U.S. just lost 26 years worth of progress on life expectancy with a new, with a few notable exceptions, like during the 1918 influenza pandemic, World War II, and the HIV crisis. Life expectancy in the U.S. has had a gradual upward trajectory over the past century. But that progress has steeply reversed in the past two years as COVID and other tragedies have cut millions of lives short. For your health. Between 2019 and 2021, U.S. life expectancy fell by a total of 2.7 years, the lowest it's been since 1996. The drop was 3.1 years for individual males and 2.3 for female ones. Oddly, though, Native American and Alaska Native peoples so the biggest decline, a staggering 6.6 years. But every racial group seemed to suffer. Life expectancy decreased by 4.2 years in the Hispanic community. And in the black population by four years. Asian and white populations, the whites at 2.4 and the Asians at 2.1. So basically, any and all gains between 1996 and 2019 are as if they never even happened. So what are you waiting for? Get your COVID shot and get your booster. 
do it for grandma. Do it for Jimmy down the street. He's starting preschool next month. Researchers examined the data from 31 countries around the world and found seven countries in Western Europe saw a significant increase in life expectancy in 2021, at least according to the study published yesterday in Nature Human Behavior. Four of those countries have returned to pre-pandemic levels. Surprise, want to know what they are? They're France, Belgium, Switzerland, and Sweden. Why is COVID so racist? I don't get it. Meanwhile, the U.S. reported the third largest decline in life expectancy. The U.S. was among the countries that had the largest decrease in life expectancy that year. And the study shows that four countries returned to pre-pandemic levels by reducing mortality in people 60 and over. The U.S. was the only country that continued to see life expectancy losses because of increasing mortality in people under 60. Accounting for more than half of the loss in the U.S. life expectancy since the pandemic. The study suggests vaccine uptake may be partly to blame. And the researchers analyzed the proportion of the population that was fully vaxxed as of October 2021 last year and found reduced life expectancy was associated with lower vaccination uptake. The study authors also note the country's proportion of people with comorbid conditions, which is much larger than the European counterparts. It may have increased mortality in the working age population. Our life expectancy is back down to 76 76 years old so congratulations everyone older than that you won now boston boston university in the media involved in testing a lab made hybrid version of the sars covid virus they working on unleashing a new pathogen gosh so this was approved by internal By an internal review committee and Boston's Public Health Commission, but it has become apparent that the research team is not clear on the work with the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, which was one of the project's funders. Oh no, not good, but they claim it's less dangerous less dangerous guys so don't worry trust us there was no committee meeting they're supposed to have a committee meeting because of their affiliation with the allergy and infectious diseases it's federal law that they need to have a commission set up no committee meetings it's to prove the benefits to the work so they just skipped that part. It's only an 80% kill rate, guys. Don't worry. It's totally safe. 
You do realize that COVID-19 death rate was only at 1%, right? So, yeah, let's add Omicron to the OG Wuhan strain. Eight out of ten mice infected with this lab-created strain died at the Boston University lab. Gain-of-function research was largely restricted in the U.S. until 2017 when the, na- when the nation National Institutes of Health began to allow it to take place using government funds. Previously, it had been halted from 2014 to 2017 over concerns that it could lead to the inadvertent creation of a pandemic. Wow, really? You don't say. Now get your vax. Get the vax. Get your clot shot for your health. They're claiming this research will better provide a public benefit by leading to better targeted therapeutic interventions to help fight against future pandemics. Wuhan can't conspiracy. Which are the conspiracy guys? It was spread through a bat. Listen to us. That's the truth. So what could possibly go wrong? Lab leak in three, two, one. Mike Smith, world according to me. World according to me with Mike Smith. Big news, global famine incoming. Global famine begging. It's beginning to build. The yields continue to drop. Month after month with the crops. This year's collapse in yield is due to hyperinflation or hyper-Biden inflation. No break in droughts will save this situation. If nothing is done, it's just a bottomless pit. Raising rates is not lowering input prices. Next year, diesel, fertilizer, seeds, farm equipment. Prices will continue to skyrocket, which will cause farmers to either choose to use less fertilizer, less yields on their fields, or just go bankrupt. The respective governments are more likely to give cash bailouts to help with rising Biden inflation, causing even more Biden inflation. Yields are lowering due to extremely high prices and other nations being unable or unwilling to buy at those prices. The prices are extremely high due to inputs being high and inputs are extremely high because of hyperinflation. We have all this hyperinflation because the world's governments have printed quintillions in currency in the last decade. Their only option is to print even more money, creating even more inflation when rising inputs, I mean, which rises inputs, which rises prices, which lowers exports, which just ends up creating an infinite loop. U.S. wheat exports are at a 50-year, they're at 50-year lows, bringing us to 1972 levels. Not my corn, my soybeans, my soy milk, my soy latte. The U.S. government knew all about these yield challenges earlier in the year 
and we're hoping South America could pick up the slack. But the only problem is that their yields have also been pretty lackluster. We're just outright poor. Poor yields, son. Man, in this, the market, in this kind of market, there's an immense demand for U.S. exports. Should be increasing. But they aren't because countries just can't afford them at these prices. And the farmers can't take a loss on these harvests. Can't lower the cost on consumers without taking the loss. That's This is the collapse of the global agricultural market. Believe it. I'm going to be Hokage. Believe it. More empty shelves and poor kids going without food in the short term. But in the long term, this creates a massive famine and a refugee crisis, which they've been building towards for nearly half a century. By 2024, millions of third worlders will be flooding into the U.S. and Western Europe. This has been in the work for thousands of years even. For your health, Mike Smith, world according to me, Ukraine News. News in Ukraine, day 237 in the fight. So they get their way. They get their Starlink. Elon Musk is keeping the Starlink. Starlink for Ukraine. But it's an absolute disaster. Ukrainian army got royally messed with by the Russians. Over the, these past six weeks, in total, more than 1,500 units of equipment in the Kherson region alone. So Joey B and NATO jerks lose, continue to lose. Zelensky knows he still has many weapons and money coming in. Half a million zombie NPCs to throw away as meat shields. Hey, guys, that's just Russian propaganda. Don't spew that. Ukraine is the good guys. Fake nukes. Is it close to Armageddon with the nukes? Now the U.S. We are rehearsing. We just rehearsed dropping nuclear bombs in Europe. So, guys, what are they rehearsing for exactly? NATO nukes yeah okay just trying to intimidate Russia with their fake nukes fake nukes doing what they do best Uh, they're just trying to intimidate Russia but it won't work freedom mass incoming of global depression so we got World War III is what they're trying to do. I see what you're doing, guys. Oh, uh, Mike Smith, world according to me. Kanye in the media, Yee in the media, as he goes by Yee, the artist formerly known as Kanye. Yee, Jesus, Yeezy, whatever he goes by now, Yee. Media is forcing their bull propaganda onto Yee. And he just refuses. You can't talk over me. 
He had an interview recently with Cuomo's brother. Guy who lost his job on CNN. Whoever it is. Can't remember his name. And stop ring, ring, And let me move the port. Let me make my point. That you need to listen to. Why are you dismissing me? This is what he was saying during the interview. He's calling them out. He's not letting them get away with any BS. Having someone like Kanye spaz out on this is the worst thing that can happen for the elites. The World Economic Forum stooges. He has a large audience, a very large audience. No matter where or how you cancel him, he's still going to be around. Now he's even interested in buying Parler, the right-wing Twitter wannabe. Guess that's happening. So they had to put him on the air for an interview because it would only prove him right. To everyone. Taking your meds? Take your meds? For a real guy? Really? You really say that? Classic textbook attempt at gaslighting. You okay mentally, bud? <laughs> yeah, never thought it'd take a black man like this. Be better to point out the real hate. Where the real hate is coming from. And it's funny, too. You notice how Ice Cube, Snoop Dogg, Samuel L. Jackson, all those other black celebrities, they're completely silent on this matter. Hmm. Wonder why. It's weird lately. Over the, he's been acting weird lately over the last decade. So this is what the weird part is. Over the last decade... He's been the voice of a generation, a genius, blah, blah, blah. But now he's a black, white supremacist talking about white lives matter. So hear me out. Seems like This seems pretty likely. Just imagine this. Just hear me out. Imagine going into a severe episode of mania and falling in love and marrying the poster whore of America degeneracy, having kids with it, watching his family dial up the disgusting stuff, going full tranny, all this other stuff, plastic surgery, transforming their looks, all this other stuff, and then gets divorced by that slag and have some living, breathing, gothic style gargoyle statue looking guy immediately swoops in and not only bangs your skank ex-wife and brags about it in national media but also puts your kids initials on their neck and then have the entire media attack you but also you're so deep in your bipolar retardation that you never question any of your own choices and continue to simp for the slag, claiming she's a good Christian. She's a good Christian woman. 
piss off your own people by calling out the grifting and start a crusade against it all. I can't wait to see what he does next. Next time, next time on ye. Next time on ye, find out next week. Ugh, what's he going to do next? That is not my job. Now he's claiming he doesn't like the term anti-Semitic because it shields Jews from criticism. Holy based, Batman. Fake word. He's crazy. He needs to be committed. Look, guy, you're mistaken. There is no Jewish cabal. It's all coincidence and hearsay. Now you need to stop talking about it because it's dangerous. Just because they control most of the media, government, banks, doesn't mean they're in control. There is no cabal. There is no cabal. Watch out for the Holocaust, another Holocaust with that kind of language. Now take off the tinfoil hat and take your meds. For your health, you anti-Semite. They want to so badly show Kanye to be some mental patient experiencing a breakdown. Mentally ill bigot. Standard gaslighting. I can't support ye ever again. I feel like such a fool. Not going to listen to his music or buy his fashion. They're going to suicide him after this? I mean, he named the enemy, telling people how blacks are used as pawns, cannon fodder, how they promote divorce and abortion, and meanwhile, they prevent that stuff for their own people. How they have secrets about their business practices and they basically own black people, which, I mean, all the black artists, the musicians, the actors, artists, they don't actually own their own voice. I mean, the studio is usually the, the one who has rights to make money on their voice. So, in a way, he's not wrong. And he says they have their own secret code of morality and they protect their own. Strong sense of community, but they keep everybody else down. They don't let many into their circle, he said. They own media, banks, all of it. Also claimed, he also claimed that they infiltrate influential families and use manipulation to control them. How, like how Jewish advisors contacted him and his ex-wife during the pandemic and others in his family to try to influence them to encourage blacks to take the vaccine. Take the jab. Get your clot shot. Fear health. So Black Lives Matter was created. He says Black Lives Matter, they were created to make the movement, to make blacks in general just look stupid. So they can be controlled and herded. He just wants to encourage. He want, they want to control and division. That's a fact. He just wants to encourage blacks to actually think more and stop getting played by the media and being so emotional.
I'm a genius. I'm a genius. Boys of a generation. Boys of a generation. But now I'm crazy white supremacist Uncle Tom. Yeet. Ugh. Crazy stuff. Mike Smith, world according to me. Uh, is the mainstream media finally waking up? About those simp incel white basement dwellers who go on shooting sprees. Now, according to the Washington Post, the number of men under 30 years old who have never had sex has tripled in the last 10 years. That is an astonishing statistic. Is the mainstream finally waking up to the incel problem? Ugh. According to Washington Post, though. According to Washington Post. And every other news outlet. They're actually reporting this. But I thought this wasn't true. Cancel! Cancel! Cancel now! Cancel! Uh, Mike Smith, world according to me. There was another story that I found funny this week. Generation Z activists who dumped two cans of tomato soup on Van Gogh's sunflowers painting pled not guilty in court. So a British prosecutor, so the 20 and 21-year-old activist, didn't actually harm the painting. So they're not guilty. They didn't vandalize the art. They're not guilty. It's all good. It was protected by a glass pane. But why are they so dumb? Why? Why? They glued their hands to the wall after knowing that there was glass blocking the frame. Undamaged art. So they didn't do anything wrong, you chud. Ugh. Vandals. The vandals did nothing wrong. It was obviously climate change that made them do it. Come on, guys. This is insane. These people are slow. These people must have been slow. Tomato soup. Ugh. Obviously just showing how great they are. I mean, what, what, what were they to gain from that? I mean, no sense. What is to gain from that? Nothing to gain whatsoever from that. It's crazy. Mike Smith, world according to me, big stuff, big stuff, big news. Where are the training kids in America at? So across the United States, thousands of youths are lining up for gender-affirming care. But when families decide to take the medical route, they must make decisions about life-altering treatments that have little scientific evidence of their long-term safety and efficiency. So the mainstream is getting up on this. On this, They know. They just came out with this article a couple of weeks ago. The live in-look story of a boy at birth. But by the time they were four, it was clear to their parents that she identified as a girl. She wanted to dress as a girl, but her parents feared for her safety. If they let her live as an openly girl in their tight-knit rural community. So they struck an uneasy compromise. At home, they could be a girl. Wearing makeup and dresses and at school around town, family photos, they would remain a boy. But when they started middle school, 
She grew increasingly anxious about the pu- <laughs> what puberty would bring. Facial hair, Adam's apple, deeper voice. That's when they sought help at Akron's Children's Hospital. And it's new gender clinic where staff told her they could treat they could treat Reyes, whatever her name is, with puberty blocking drugs and sex hormones to help her transition. This is what I've always wanted. Mom, this is what I've always wanted. They mention the suicide rates with these people? No? Do they mention these drugs, these puberty blocker drugs? Do they mention permanent sterility? Do they not tell people that they give these drugs to sex offenders to castrate them? No longer fertile? There's no long-term studies on any of this. And more and more hospitals just keep popping up with their gender-reaffirming clinics. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Where does this even come from? Over the last decade, it's just been nonstop. It's been slowly snowballing. Them grooming children to think this is okay. And there's no other back, there's no other discussion. It's just, you don't agree, you're a bigot. You're a Nazi. Stop encouraging transgenderism to four-year-olds. You pedo. It's really that simple. Nobody should be making forever life-altering decisions like this when their age isn't even the double digits. Can't wait to hear another round of bull where the groomers like these people go, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh 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 Mike Smith, world according to me, we're running out of time this week. I had a little bit more, but we are hitting the end of the show at a time this week. But I will be back. Same time, same place. Next week, 99.9 FM, live in the studio, WNRI. Mike Smith, World According to Me. If you want to catch previous episodes, today's episode, look me up on Anchor, Spotify. Listen to my voice. It's provocative. No, it is. So, I will be back same time, same place next week, Tuesday morning, 10.05. Mike Smith, World of Points and Me. We're your house.